you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are Going In SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it. Make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications. I say that every single time. I It's probably just background noise when I say be sure to check your it's like the buzzing of a fridge isn't <laughs> yeah. that what Tom York said <laughs> that's all I am now when I say that but I'll be honest with you has anybody when I say that does anybody ever think you know gosh darn it Steve has a good point I really should make sure that bell I should make sure that bell is, is rung Exactly. So I don't know I you just, know what I'll, I'll say this I've been through the, gone through our YouTube comments before and there's been a couple times Bill said I got, I got unsubscribed. Yeah. My yeah. bell notifications weren't activated. Well, that's why I'm bringing it up now because I say that just on autopilot. And now I really want to stress, listen, people, they might have unsubbed you. They might have denotified you. Yeah. So check it. Make sure you're all good. We're also in the audio realm. Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Spotify, I think. Yeah. Of course, the Apple iOS podcast app. And CastBox, we have a wonderful partnership with them. We ask that you give them a shot. It's free to download iOS and Android devices. Yeah. Look up Going In Raw. Hit that little subscribe button. Yes, please. And hey, maybe even leave us a comment. We're on the road to 2,000 comments. We are. We're kind of still on the road to 1,000 legitimate comments. But True. the friendo Graham Maloney. Heart was in the right place, Graham Maloney. He really, yeah, heart was in the right place. But don't, don't do that. Um... So there is all that. We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson today. Uh, right before the, the question thread after the recap bit, um, I'm going to sh- give the shout outs to the, the month, July the, yeah, patrons July. Yeah, because yeah. I neglected to do yeah. that. And I'm back on that. Um, we've got a couple. We've been we've been focus grouping our Patreon to see how we can make it more but better. More but better. Yeah. I like the idea of uh, uh, like different like more tiers. Like there's there's not sad tier, but Obviously tiers, not. reward tiers. Yeah, T I E R. There's yes. the five. Yes, there's not the five dollar reward tier, but maybe like a six dollar and sixty six cent reward or six hundred and sixty six dollar tier. That is nobody's gonna do that. Yeah, I would no. I would basically feel uncomfortable if they did, unless they were like super rich. Anyway, so yeah, uh, lots of great. So for example, uh, five dollar and up a month gets you access to our daily. Ho show yay or nay, it's yay. 
Monday through Friday, we do it. Saturday and Sunday, nay. Nay, correct. But mostly, yay. Mostly yay. And, uh, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, and then $1 and up, you get that once uh, and then uh, once a week. And then you also get unfettered access to our Discord, which has a wealth of emotes, I oh, think and, is what they call even them. Even at $1 a month and upwards, every episode going in raw. Ad-free. Ad-free. Yeah, ad-free. It's on the Patreon wall. We basically just take this stream, eliminate the link from the Twitter feed, and then boom, we don't put any ads in it. That's how it works. So you'd be surprised, $1 a month goes a long way. It really does. Yeah. It's more than we get from you from individuals and ad revenue in a if month. If you watch every video. Right, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So good stuff. Uh so yeah, we got a couple more shirts coming up on at prowrestlingtees.com. Mm-hmm. We got to finish that chill Roman one. Forward Can you slash send me that thing wrong. you showed me the other day? No, I'm, I want to do it myself. I want to try to do it. It I was my it. idea. I know and you sent me the bait. You said I'm not going to change much of what you sent me. I'm just going to add to it collaboration. All right. Collaboration. Then if you do it and I have notes, I give notes. I am uh I'm very excited the <laughs> Ravi in chat says Steve is rocking the just out of bed look today or is it just me? Nah man, I'm I'm kinda that's kinda my thing now. I hit now. <laughs> well I used to have I used to keep a tight ship up here up top wow. for a while. It's debatable. And now I'm just letting it go, man. Right. I'm letting the hair grow. Uh I'm gonna see where that takes me in life. I'm forty so I'm just going to... It's your midlife it's crisis, whatever. Uh, long hair phase. Right, exactly. Until you realize it's a terrible idea and you cut it all off. And then I'll be, and then I'll be regretful of that decision. That's what I did. I yeah. just cut it all off. Well, you, you, you can't do long hair very well. Like, that doesn't work with you. Um, with me, it works a bit better. But with you, it doesn't. You anytime, can't, anytime, you can't do anytime that. Anytime you there, look at pictures of you with long hair these days, it's, it's like, oh, what was I thinking? That nah, was, it that, looks terrible. No, sometimes sometimes I'm like, oh, well, it looks really good. Like under a hat, it looks great. Yeah. Yeah. But You can't wear a hat all the time. I could. If I wanted to. Anyways. Then uh, you'd lose a lot more of that up there. That might be myth busted. I don't think that's actually true. Oh, I don't know. I don't think that's true. I wore a hat a lot during my life. Oh, is that what explains... He, he, Mm-hmm. Oh man! Look Maybe. at baseball players. Once they hit like 32, 33, mm-hmm. no hair. Oh man! Because they wear hats all the time. That's why I gotta get some of that hymns mm-hmm. for hymns dot mm-hmm. com. Mm-hmm. What's the promo code for that? Uh, I believe it's GIR. Is it GIR or RAW? Or RAW? One of the two. I'll have to check that. Anyways, uh, I got my uh, my Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae shirt on because I got some words for Gargano today. That oh, whole really? little bit in NXT cracked me up. What do you think of NXT in a nutshell? It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, what was the main event? Oh God, well, that was weird. Was we got like a four-star Otis Dozovich match. Uh, just confirm hymns. Uh, For hymns dot com slash gir. There you go. That's what it is. Not even a sponsored episode. Nice. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that main event was really good. Holy crap, that was really good. That again, you know, NXT is WWE Select, right? They have lots of time to put those matches together. And what's funny is that, so I, was, I told you this, uh, I think a couple days ago, I was watching Breaking Ground again. Um, and uh, Otis was, there was a couple things that I, I kind of remember uh, NXT wise. Otis was in the tryout group that was there during the first couple episodes. Yeah. See, uh, Allison Kay was also there. Um, but Otis was there and he did like, he tried to do a promo and they kind of poo-pooed it. And then they said, well, can you dance? And he did the worm and everybody loved it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. You can't do a promo, so the first thing they ask is, "Can you dance?" 
Well, some yeah, I think it was Sarah Del Rey oh, like okay. piped up and said, "Can you dance?" Just to sort of break, because he was like nervous and he oh, knew gotcha, what to say. Gotcha, gotcha. Just to sort of like try to get something out of him, and then he did the worm, and everybody, you know, and Regal's like, "Very well, you did something unexpected. Nobody expected it. Very good." And so, uh, so but then uh, Lacey Evans got up there, and I don't know if you remember this or not, but she delivered this like super like impassioned promo about how her dad uh, died of an overdose like oh, yeah, two years yeah, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea that she then grew up to become Lacey Evans. So that was kind of, it was like, oh, cool. Because I was like, who is that? Because her hair was like permed or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, who is that? It's Lacey Evans. Hmm. Um, so lots of cool stuff there. But uh, I forgot my original. Oh, but yeah, but you know, Otis put in a flipping forth like he and that that breaking ground was like two or three years ago mm-hmm. like three years ago mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. heck of an effort just goes to show like you know number one the dude's really good at what he does i'm gonna try to start i'm gonna try to start pulling for heavy machinery because i really do like they seem in every aspect beyond what i'm presented in wrestling like in you know their characters i, li- I like everything else about yeah. them just not down with like uh, Tucker comes out with that stone cold vest and the dad maybe, jeans. Maybe if uh, it's uh, so if cheesy. Otis, if Otis ditched Tucker, went solo, maybe you'd be on board. Oh, but I see Tucker has a really kind face. I would hate that. I would hate that because he has such a kind face. Maybe yeah. I'll just start screwing. How about those street profits Every yesterday? Time. Oh, that was fantastic. Wasn't that great? Yeah. That's what we've been asking Dimension. for. That's what we've been asking for. Yes. None of the dancing. Nope. When there's when it's time why for did, business, why didn't they do that after they lost authors of, punch. authors of pain the first time? I know that could have catapulted them. To I know massive success that that sucker punch. That was great. Just cold cocked them. That was awesome. That was great. That was great. I even knew it was kind of like I didn't see the gif or anything, but somebody like tweeted at me about it before it happened, and so I knew something was coming. I didn't yeah, see yeah. that. Boy, that was awesome. So yeah. There's a lot of talk and chat here about Joey Janela. Oh, yeah. Basically that's destroying his knee. We were talking about that on the Saturday show. Okay, yeah. I want to buy one of his shirts, man. Maybe two of them. Because you got you to gotta help that dude out. Yeah. That's rough. With like eight total injuries. Dude. I didn't. I couldn't bring myself to watch Mm-mm. like the, the impact Mm-mm. of the knee. I don't want to see a knee go the wrong way. I like watched kind of right after it and he's sort of, you know, trying to figure out, oh, that's not good. Yeah. But yeah, no. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um. So, yeah, uh, let's talk about, let's do some of these super chats yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, I'll take a look at the Discord here. Ambulances in the ocean. Leo Rush for Undisputed Area. 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 Era. Undisputed Area. Would definitely be repeal. I'm not familiar with that. Definitely be repeal. It would definitely be, that has real. to be. Real. Yeah, they probably did too many E's and it autocorrected fixed, it. Fixed to that, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not huge on Leo Rush. Uh, no. there. I don't think they'd like I'll, him. No, I, and I think he's cool doing his own thing. Ryan Sanders, Bobby Lashley's great. Yeah, uh, starting to dig Champa's new theme is pretty badass and fits him perfectly. Yeah, when those strings come in, it's awesome. Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ken Ford, happy NXT day. Uh, can NXT always open with undisputed era? If they were smart, they'd do that. In a man. perfect world, yes. Yeah, man. In it's weird though when they world. came out like. Regal didn't put his arm on anybody's shoulder. That was weird to me. Like, Kyle O'Reilly's right there with a perfectly good shoulder to put an arm on, and he didn't. Well, part of it was the staging of the scene, the blocking. It was, that was Adam Cole and, and William Regal face-to-face. Yeah, but flanking Regal on either side, there's, like, a perfect opportunity to be like, look, look, Adam. I love that he calls him Adam and not Cole. Yeah. Look, Adam. 
It's awesome. Adam Jenkins. <laughs> Adam Jenkins. All right, but uh, let's kick off the 205 Live. Uh, well, yeah, let's, let's talk about what the thumbnail is talking about first. What is the thumbnail talking about? Leo Rush. Let's figure out what his ceiling is before we get into this. Well, I think the, the, the first we have to figure out what what's the, the ceiling for 205 Live. And the ceiling of 205 Live, because as long as 205 Live is around, um, he has every opportunity to succeed. He's okay, got all yeah. the skills. Yeah. Um, being on Raw, even in a managerial role, is going to be a huge help to him because he can at least, with the larger platform, hopefully develop a larger fan base that will maybe, hopefully, follow him to 205 Live. Um, but uh, if, 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 for whatever reason, 205 Live folds, um, they take kind of the top eight talents off 205 Live, put them on Raw and SmackDown. Boy, eight's a lot. I know. I think it'd be like closer to five. Um, I don't know if they would. <coughs> oh, good news. I don't know if they would, disp- you know, evenly disperse them between the two brands or just have them all in one show and just kind of do the cruiserweight division on, say, Raw. I don't know. 205 Live was number four this week. Oh, cool. Um, no pay-per-views this week. So that, I guess. But helps. the May Young Classic, that's always. May Young Classic, that was number two. That NXT really good, was number one. Views. Hell in a Cell was number three. And Maybe the move to Wednesday Live. will help. So the tape show is part of the Wednesday. Oh, well, that, that's the point here. So the tape show is part of a Wednesday night block. Did significantly better in a live version on Tuesday. Um, yeah, man, maybe people just want, you know, if you view that as a block, then there you go. Yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah. Hopefully it sticks around. But my, my, I sort of, I, with some snark, obviously, I said this. You said, you know, because it's obvious that Leo Rush can dominate 205 Live. Like, that's obvious. But is that... Is that as far as he can go? Because that's not very far. No, it's sad to say. It but is it's sad not to say. Very it's something far. we've been, said, it's been saying for a while about two hundred five live. Is that that seems like a, in certain people in WWE's mind, probably Vince on a bunch of Triple H, a destination. You get to NXT, you do you know six to eight months there, maybe a year, and then if you are a cruiserweight, you go to two hundred five live. We have yet to see well, any true any true options for upward mobility to Raw or SmackDown from 205 Live in a wrestling capacity. Drew Gulak showed up a couple times on Raw to beat down the Shield. That doesn't really count. Well, okay, so that's the point of talking about Leo Rush because, so can we both agree that Leo Rush is, I mean, okay, granted, we both love Cedric, we both love Mustafa. Leo Rush is probably the cream of the crop in 205 Live. I'll put it this way, I'll put it another way. If he can't get it done, nobody can get it done in terms of raising the profile of 205 Live. Yeah, You know what yeah. I mean? No, I know what you mean. Because he is fantastically fun in the ring. Mm-hmm. His personality is, is great. He's packaged great. He's a character, right? So that's prime example. If, if he can't get it done, mm-hmm. then nobody can get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's a guy who's now on Monday Night Raw, granted, in a managerial capacity, but... However, he has shown off a bit of his athleticism. They they have they've they made it perfectly clear yeah. that whoa this guy can do a lot more than just he's just he's a lot more than a mouth yeah they, he had that crowd gasping mm-hmm. so what would his ceiling then be and can he help two hundred five live by carrying the title on Raw as well does he have Rey Mysterio potential. Because Ray was about his size, or is about his size. Well, that's a good question. Um, and he was able to 
succeed as a heavyweight. Well, Ray was also jacked. Yeah. Once he got like after WCW. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. And I'm not sure Leo Rush, I'm not sure his body could handle that kind of jacked. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. What was his weight? What was, um, what was his weight? Well, Ray is 5'6", but I don't know what his weight was, you know, back in... Uh, Does it say what it is even now? Build weight, 175. 175. That's his build weight. What do you think Leo Rush is? I think I've won 60-something. Okay, uh, that's that seems about that seems about right. Yeah, one sixty. Yeah, five six, same height as Ray, fifteen pounds lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, you're, 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 I, I take your point though. I take your point. Um, there is some sort of precedent there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Finn Balor's not exactly jacked. He comes off as a bit smaller. And same with Daniel Bryan. Same with Daniel Bryan. But Daniel Bryan, he's broad. Yeah, he is. He is. And he um, wrestles a style that can even the playing field even he's taken on a larger competitor yeah so uh so i don't know i mean ideally 205 look ideally 205 live would stick around you know because it's just it's another paycheck for a lot more people um hopefully it continues to do well in that block i think it's great i think what they probably should have done was put it after nxt because there's you know yeah, there. yeah 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 but you know whatever that they have their plan um and for all i know when nxt ends it's possible they might auto play to 205 live mm-hmm. they might do that set up set up the network that way maybe i don't know um do you ever find that half the time oh sorry half the time when when you just watch something says oh live right now and you click on it it's not what's live right now on the network that ever happened to you I don't know if that's happened to me before. I, there's, like, I'll I've, watch something. I've definitely experienced some wonkiness with it. Yeah, network. I'll watch something, and afterwards I'll say, oh, this is what's on right now. Oh, okay. It's not what I clicked on. Yeah. What, what device do you primarily use? Uh, the <coughs> Fire Stick. I'm pretty much all over the map. The Fire Stick is, you know, I love it for its versatility, but, man, that is, it shows how cheap that thing is. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, especially with, like, the, the, well, I think the PlayStation View app in general is crap. They need to get that figured out. Yeah. But, uh but I don't know. I mean, I, do I realistically in this day and age see him as a universal or WWE champion? No, but I think that it's not impossible to think that he could be. Down the line. No. He, down the line, he could be an Intercontinental or U.S. champion. Which I guess is just... Depends how popular he gets. I guess it's just a stone's throw away from the WWE championship. Yeah. And he's still super young. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if he's... I don't know if it's just how good he is and how much they see in him, and that's why he's moved on to Raw. Um, or um, or if that's sort... If they're testing out, let's let's do this with some other people. I mean, obviously, we've seen it with Drake Maverick, but that's been... That's been that's not a good example no, to use. No, no, no. Um, I still say Mustafa Ali and uh, Cedric Alexander would be a killer tag team. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so uh, 205 Live kicked off with... Noam Dar versus Leo Rush. Came to collect. This is a hell of a match. Yeah, man. This is a hell of a match. Yeah, it was. Because not only can Noam Dar... <coughs> look, nobody has Leo Rush's quickness, but he's sort of suited to at least try to match that but then he's also got the striking stuff that mm-hmm. he's been using a lot mm-hmm. lately mm-hmm. and so this is a bit more of a physical match than although it, we did see plenty of the fun running high flying stuff yeah, there was yeah, that yeah. sequence that kind of opened it where Leo Rush was bouncing off the ropes doing that 90 degree thing and Noam Dar was kind of following him and then just kicked his legs out from and under him. yeah oh that was great that was great what a great counter to that stuff yeah there was another instance I believe where Leo was trying to do something and, and Noam Dar just kicked him in the head yeah, there. Yeah, that was basically a lot of it. Was Noam Dar 
was primarily using for defense his striking and for offense his striking. Because there was one point towards the end, towards the finish, when he just backed him in the corner and started boxing him, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Leo Rush is doing a great job selling things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was more or less, it kind of felt like Leo's first true challenge, if you will. Yeah, it did. No, absolutely. Because Akira Tozawa did not present much of a challenge. Didn't seem him. like it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, Leo Rush picked up the win. Um, Noam Dar was down his knees. Leo Rush delivered a, a devastating roundhouse kick right to the head. Well, it was, a, it was a great finish because Noam Dar basically had him metaphorically on the ropes. And Leo Rush sort of out of nowhere did kind of like a Pele kick type thing. And then delivered another one off the yeah. ropes, I think. Something like that. No, it was just a roundhouse kick. It was a roundhouse kick. I thought there was like two strikes in a row that he gave. Yeah, him. yeah. The second yeah. was a roundhouse kick. And okay, then he, yeah. And then he went to the top rope for a final hour and got the win. Yeah, but like a good chunk of that match, Noam Dar had. Oh, it, it, yeah, it was, he was dominating the match. Um, Next, we had a backstage segment with a, kind of an interview, if you will, b- between Bunny Murphy and Cedric Alexander, moderated by author th- authors of pain manager Drake Maverick. Yeah, this was not. I mean, this is, it, was, it was what it was. It's never. It's it's not really great when they just have Cedric, especially. They just have him talk against somebody else talking. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. It was not that great. It is what it is. Uh, after that, we had Brian Kendrick versus Jobber. Uh, it, this match was literally a boot, a captain's hook. Brian Kendrick wins. Yeah, and as they were all celebrating, uh, Drew Gulak, who had gone out there along with Jack Gallagher. He takes off his jacket. Destroys Jobber. Just starts murdering the Jobber right in front of everybody. But then the, something interesting happened. Brian Kendrick kind of said, that's enough. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And then throws Jobber out of the ring rather than let Drew Gulak continue to beat him up. Well, Brian Kendrick didn't want to experience a murder firsthand. Or... Don't read too much in that one, man. Planting the seeds of a Brian Kendrick-Drew Gulak feud. Yeah, maybe that'd be cool. At least give Brian Kendrick something to do. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'd be a hundred percent behind that. Yes, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, yeah, because he's been doing next to nothing for a while. He's like, look, man, I'm just not into people being murdered in front of me. You know, at least unless I'm the one doing it. Unless I'm the one doing it, exactly. Uh, After that, this was kind of interesting. Did you notice this? This was shot in 24 frames. Mm Do you think, uh, so we know that Mustafa Ali had some bud of his uh, shoot all that stuff that he posted on Twitter. I wonder if he, understanding that 24 is the way to go, not 30, yeah. right? Like, like the saturation levels were, were yeah. higher too. Yeah, I wonder, higher if, contrast I wonder if he, cause well. it, but the camera itself was a high yes. quality like, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing that we'd use. I wonder if he was like, hey, what's over there? And then switched it to 24 maybe you probably have to go to the menu settings for that but maybe, maybe there's just a button on there. Maybe I don't know, button. I don't know. we'll switch on the side but uh, but in any event why don't they do all the promos like this they look great I know like 24 is the way to go it's cinematic man it is that's what movies of course are. it helps Mustafa Ali can deliver promos <coughs> cinematically as well oh this is great he's great this was really good man this was so good kind of bummed out he's not champion right now to be honest mm-hmm. with you. he's so good mm-hmm. he comes up as genuine yeah um, everything about him comes off as genuine and he said you know and he just looks cooler now without a shirt. And he was saying, you know, people are asking me, they're begging me, saying, Mustafa Ali, stop. Stop Adeo Tommy, his, his rampage, or whatever. Um, and then TJP added, I love it. You go from, like, super good-looking high-def 24 frames to TJP's 
just, iPhone promo. Just being an idiot. Oh, that was funny, though. It was hilarious. I loved it. Sporting a, a luchador mask. That was great. He said, people say I don't have respect for luchador tradition. Mm-hmm. Little they know that I, too, wrestle in Mexico under a mask. Mm-hmm. He takes a mask off and he says, yeah, I didn't care about that either. Yeah, yeah. Healed TJP's actually turned out to be a pretty interesting and entertaining character. I know. I love it because I'm trying to I'm trying to put my finger on like what he is as a character. He's just a di- yeah. I guess he's just a dick. Yeah, just a he's that's just it. a dick. He's just a dick. Yeah, that's awesome. Hell of a main event. Next. Yeah, man. These two guys, Mustafa Ali versus Adeo Atami. Um, Adeo Atami storyline wise made sure this was fought on his terms. Let me ask you a question. Huh. Does, uh, does the act of walking into a ring make Hideo Itami bleed from his mouth? <laughs> Seems like every match. Is it like a nouveau Ric Flair? Yeah, he yeah. just starts bleeding. His mouth yeah. starts bleeding. <laughs> right. It happened last when Stoff Holly won. I could probably think of the two other matches yeah. where he's, his mouth bleeds. Yeah, right. You know, I noticed that too. Yeah, like he just, just all of a sudden there's blood. I'm like, yeah. never even touched you, man. Yeah. Maybe he's got like a, I don't know, a tongue biting problem or mouth or yeah. lip biting Maybe problem. it's this thing where like he's backstage at catering before the show. Yeah. Bit his cheek. What's worse, biting your cheek or biting your tongue? Biting your cheek, <laughs> I feel like, because you bite your cheek and then it swells and then you're prone to bite it repeatedly. Yeah. You, whereas, always, you always feel it. Yeah. Whereas opposed to biting your tongue, you bite it, it hurts. And then, you know, you know repeat bitings yeah. are a rarity. Whereas you bite your cheek once and it swells, you bite again. You're going to be biting that at least four more times over the next week. Yeah. <laughs> and every time. I know. And it gets, you know, like worse, worse, <laughs> swells up more. Maybe, maybe just perpetually is doing that. Maybe. It's not, it's never healing in time for him not to bite it again. Could be. Sounds like hell. Sounds like the Twilight Zone right there, man. Yeah, man. Anyways, uh, so this match was so brutal, so vicious, and it was a double count out. Yeah. I like this double count out. I do too. Because for one thing, this match was like 25 minutes. <coughs> or uh, Yeah, it was like 25 minutes. I yeah. checked it out. It was like 30 minutes left in the show. Yeah, I really like they're letting the main events of 205 Live really breathe. Yeah. We're just doing two matches a sh- uh, an episode. This Crowd was idea. huge into this within mm-hmm. about 15 minutes. So mm-hmm. that was good. They were chanting 205, which is awesome. Um, they brought a bunch of people who had, you know, all the empty seats. They'd pack those in like they do. And uh, they were really into it. Um, what was the deal with that... Um, uh, that bit from the top, and I'm 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 ninety oh, percent sure this was properly scripted. But Adeo Tommy was going for a superplex. Uh, uh, Mustafa Ali was able to fend him off. He throws him, and as soon as he launches Adeo Tommy, he goes for a frog splash. So they're in the air at the same time. Adeo lands with his knees up for defense, and uh, and what's his face uh, lands on the knees. Kind Ali of, yeah. lands on the knees, but in a way that looked really nasty. Yeah, but then they played it as if uh, Mustafa Ali landed the move. Right. I think it's just. Oh, name. did did commentary try to yeah, play yeah, that? Okay. He went for a pin right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and. I mean, I think the 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 deal was that maybe there was supposed to be a slight beat longer before Mustafa mm. went off or something. That could because be. that's the nature of you landing on. I guess the way Hideo landed, his legs just happened to be up. Did and I didn't have enough yeah. time to straighten him out? So I didn't look. I didn't look at the. Re- I, I looked at the replay, but I didn't. To your point, I didn't look to see if maybe the the momentum of Hideo being pushed off carried uh, no, I Mustafa think that's, to that go. That supposed to be the spot, yeah. Because it was, it was sort of like the Okada-Tanahashi spot where Tanahashi pushes Okada off the top rope mm-hmm. and falls him directly as Okada's yeah, still in the air with a high yeah. fly flow. It looks it looked really cool, though. Yeah. It was just it was one of those spots that 
it looked at it looked botchy enough to play into the narrative that this was an ugly match. Yeah. Because that's what the problem, that's what the, that's what the thing about this match was. Mm-hmm. It was ugly because Adeo Atami wanted it to be, and Mustafa Ali was willing to play along with yeah. that, and I loved that. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. There was that one spot towards the end, too, where uh, Hideo Tommy's under the, the bottom rope, and Mustafa Ali just leans through the ropes and starts pummeling his face. Yeah. Which he yeah. doesn't normally do. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I like about Mustafa Ali. He's like, he's a face, but he's not afraid to throw hands I know and he's he can, not afraid to bring the intensity and he can sell like it really hurts yeah man it's awesome seems like some of it does really hurt talk about this finish this yeah this is great. spectacular so uh, Hideo Itami's uh, uh, on the apron uh, Mustafa Ali goes to the top rope we don't know what he's gonna do and then he does he does a 450 <sighs> onto Itami while Itami's on the apron the thing that I loved about this they both roll off the yeah. apron onto the mat on the outside and 10 count they're counted out um, the thing that I loved about it so like they use they do use apron spots a lot these days mm-hmm. probably more than they should. This was one of those where, um, well for example like uh, Tyler Breeze got apron power bomb by somebody. It was recently. Kevin Owens. Yeah, Kevin Owens. You really need a that wasn't necessary in that situation. You know what I mean? Mm. They just they do they do too many of them. Um, the thing that I loved about this. Was that number one? I'm not sure if we've seen a 450 splash on the apron before. Like not outside of New Japan, anyways. Like New Japan, maybe, but I don't know if we've seen it here in 205 Live or WWE. But man, the thud that the, like when it's a big impact on the apron, it's loud. Mm-hmm. You can hear it. Mm-hmm. It's super loud, and that made this on the apron even more impactful. And it makes total sense that there's a ten count and mm-hmm. they can't get up. Mm-hmm. So I loved it. I thought it was great. No, I think great. it was it was a fulfilling finish, and you rarely get those with double countouts. Yeah, when you when you when the story of the match is 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 uh, fight an ugly match to try to essentially beat the other person into into giving up, mm-hmm. and it ends this way, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because absolutely. both both competitors just expended themselves so much, and they just can't answer the ten count. Yeah, good stuff. It was good. Next NXT. NXT. Another fun episode of NXT. Show opened with William Regal. Coming out to the ring about to give an update on the Alistair Black investigation, but he was basically instantly interrupted by Undisputed Era. Um, he walks, uh, they walk down, Adam Cole gets in Regal's face and uh, says, I want my title shot. I want my North American title rematch. Uh, Ricochet's been ducking me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a match and I want it now. And Regal says, You've never asked me for a title shot. Adam, you've never asked me for a title shot before. In fact, you were uh, in favor of Ricochet versus Pete Dunne because you were hoping that Pete Dunne would soften up Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, he came out and interfered. Which was unfair to Pete Dunne for his title opportunity. And then Adam Cole, so he didn't even deserve it. That was awesome. They're and, so great. And so Regal said, uh, and then also Kyle and Roderick Strong are talking about War Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, saying... Why you let them just like cosplay Vikings just running wild? Why you let them bother us like this? Exactly. And then Regal says, "Okay, well, in two weeks, Adam Cole, you will get your North American title rematch against Ricochet and, and Pete, Pete Dunne." Dunn. And then in awesome. three weeks, Undisputed Era will have to defend their tag titles against War Raiders. War Raiders. War Raiders. It was great. He's so it's the, I mean, it's, it's just the perfect dynamic. Mm-hmm. It's the principal and you know, freaking three Zach Morris's. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. 
so yeah, that was a great uh, opening again. Anytime Undisputed Era opens a show, it's going to be a great opening. Sad that there was no arm on shoulder business happening. Well, here. that's kind of your gimmick, man. Yeah, well, I don't know when I'm ever, if, if I'm ever going to get another chance to interview him again to redeem myself. You know, they had Charlotte on the day before. Uh, they had Charlotte available the day before I was there. Couldn't redeem myself there. Probably never going to get another opportunity. How would you redeem yourself? Put your arm on the other shoulder? Um, I don't know. Or offer up your shoulder for Kyle O'Reilly to put his arm on. Yeah, I'd do something like that. I'd get a selfie and I'd put my freaking arm on his shoulder. That's my redemption. Just more of the same. That seems double da- yeah. doubling down, not yeah, so much basically. redemption. At this point, because that's my thing, I have to do it. All right. So I have no room to grow is what I'm saying. Yeah, man. no, you don't. Yeah. Anyways, next up, uh, Johnny Gargano. In- <laughs> this was great. Number one. Oh, my God. Get a windscreen, please. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, we've heard it's developmental not just for the wrestlers, but for the production crew. This is not some hole-in-the-wall, pal. This isn't BCW in my career, okay? This is flipping NXT. And here's, here's the more egregious thing. This wasn't just one interview. This was Misan-san here. This was like freaking Scorsese in that Goodfellas shit where he's going through the restaurant, through the kitchen, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because like eight different things happened during this one shot. Yeah, a lot happened. And I always love when they say, keep rolling, keep rolling. Anyways. So yeah, Johnny Gargano was uh, walking up to the performance center. and uh, He is approached by an interview crew. Interview crew, documentary crew. Yeah. And they said, Gargano, uh, what's going on with you? He says, well, taking some time. You know, I've, I've been with my family. Uh, I've got my, you know, my shit sorted out basically, and uh, I'm I'm good. I'm in a happy place. So I'm, I'm I'm trying to recapture Johnny wrestling again. Yeah, and you just look in his eyes, and he's just on thin psychological ground, dude. This guy's gonna snap in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. You know, they said, "Why did you apologize?" Well, he said, "I'm sorry. I, I told the crowd, I'm sorry for you know losing out on that NXT title. I'm sorry for getting chomped the the title, all that kind of stuff. Well, I'm be kind of betraying his own values. Too. Yeah, exactly." And uh, it's like, oh, man, you are so going to go off the deep end. So going to that's going to happen. So then um, him and Candace start to walk off. But Lacey Evans rolls up and she starts talking crap to Candace LeRae. And in fact, she like gives a little bit of the old FIs to Johnny Gargano a little bit. She takes the finger, runs it down the middle of. His chest here. And, and Candace grabs arm. Yeah. Like, you know. No. You don't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She wants, to, she wants to throw hands right there. Sure, you can. And so, but the entire time, the mic is just. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so, uh, the greatest bit about this, though. So, Candace is about to throw down with Lacey Evans. Gargano stops her. Lacey Evans walks off. She's got a head full of steam because he's saying, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. She starts trucking off. He starts walking, but then does the greatest thing ever. He does the little jog to catch up that every guy who's been in a relationship has done at some point when their wife is upset or their girl is upset about something. And, and, and storms off. Storms off. You've got to catch up. You, you, you start to walk because you're figuring out your stupid idiot male head of yours. You got to take that beat to think to process everything and by, <laughs> during that beat you realize that off she goes and you There's have nothing to you can do about her. her being mad right now. There's no. nothing you can do. And try as you might to help solve the problem by the best thing you do. Just be keep quiet. your idiot mouth shut. Just be quiet. All right? Just be quiet. Do the do the jog to catch up so that at least you're there with her. Oh, I thought that was great. He did the little jog, dude. Oh, man, that was awesome. 
That's so great. Anyways. Next. That did more to get him over with me than anything in the ring. More to See, maybe he is uh, regaining his humanity. That could be because that was the most human. That was the most human. Relatable human. Human. Thing he could do. Next, Velveteen Dream was doing like a photo shoot and uh, and another interview. And uh, he didn't want to talk about. He said, I I already talked about stealing the show the last two takeovers. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk about the person who's not here. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk about who attacked the person who's not here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then kind of implied that Ciampa was the one who did it. And then when the interviewer kind of called him out on, on that, he just kind of said, I'm not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Ryan Sanderson here in chat also mentioned that they brought up that uh, Johnny Gargano's oh, right. facing Tony Nice. That's right. Next week. I saw that on the Twitters that that was going down. That would be a good match. Um, so that should be a really good match. be interesting to see um, what Tony Nice's role in NXT, if it becomes more of a thing or if it's less of a thing or if it's just a one-time thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and for some reason, Velveteen Dream was missing a lens in his sunglasses. Um, yeah, he modded those sunglasses so yeah. that they can see one eye. So, Next, yeah. Lars Sullivan versus Victor Orchant, who had Walker on the back of his pants. Um, uh, Lars and Victor were roughly the same height, yet Lars easily dominated. He did the triple beals. So apparently the dude that Lars was fighting, Victor Orchant, um, his, I forget his real name, but he's apparently a, a super vet from CZW. Oh. I read that on the Twitter as well. Hopefully it's last true. name Walker, because he had Walker on the back of his tights. Probably. Probably. It's always weird. Um, anyways, this match didn't have a conclusion because East C3 ran in and attacked Lars Sullivan, clotheslined Lars over the top rope, went back and did like a punch clothesline to knock him off of... The apron. Mm-hmm. And then at first, Lars was upset about it, and then he laughed. Yeah, yeah. And then EC3 ripped his shirt off. Yeah. And then the crowd started chanting, NX3, mm-hmm. NX3. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not going to be a takeover match. It's going to be on uh, NXT TV <coughs> in like two weeks. Next week? Two weeks? Maybe next week. Maybe next week? Maybe next week. That's cool. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, William Regal interview. Again, he's uh, trying to give an update on the Alistair Black investigation. And then uh, he says he's close to something, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, but then Nikki Cross walks out of his office. Yeah, and uh, she's Nikki Cross. She's being crazy, and she says, "I know," and then walks off. And then the uh, documentary filmmaker said to Regal, um, "Do you think she uh, knows something about Alistair Black?" I think that was what they said. And Regal, I wish this was in twenty-four frames because he's got such a flipping. English actor vibe oh, to him, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. His facial expressions are great. Nobody can ever know what's going on inside the head of Nikki Cross. She's just she's crazy as shit, I think is what he said. She's fucking crazy, all right? Don't don't read into it. She's lost her fucking head. <laughs> I don't think he actually said that, but he said something very eloquent about yes. don't try to get too deep into Nikki's head. Yes. Um, after that, we had the Mighty versus the Street Profits. This was awesome. This was great, man. Mighty comes out. They do their thing. Shane Thorne is wearing uh, the gold chains that they had stolen. Yeah, and then uh, Nick Miller has the cup. Mm-hmm, that's and right, And Street yeah. Profits come out. There's no dancing. No dancing? No partying. No happiness. 
All they business. All business. And it's fantastic. Montez Ford's death glare. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Who knew that he had that death? Oh, he was also in the breaking ground bits. Oh. He was there, too. He was sort of just, he was always privy to conversations as, like, another person that's just there while the conversation's happening. Anyways, so, yeah, they get in the ring. There's a stare down between the four of them. And then uh, Angelo uh, Dawkins. Yeah. Just cold cocks this shit out of Shane, Shane Thorne. Thorne. Yeah, before the match even starts. Decks him out of yeah. nowhere. Crowd great. goes, whoa. That was great. Shane Thorne hits the ground. Match kicks off. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was just, it was a much more physical, visceral, violent The Mighty were, were, were not as hapless. Right, yeah, they yeah. They weren't really yeah. hapless yeah. at all. Yeah, Street Profits, something we've been asking for for months, dimension, depth. Mm-hmm show more facets of their characters. Yeah. And they did that. Not everything's a party, man. No. Sometimes you got to get to business. Somebody yeah. steals your shit, you got to go after them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, kind of the, uh, the the turning point of this whole match is uh, Montez Ford gets his leg kind of caught up in the ring steps. Mm-hmm. Shane Thorne drop kicks the ring steps into Montez Ford's knee, and then the Mighty start working over his leg mm-hmm. like nobody's business. Yeah. And Montez, Montez did a hell of a job selling it. In fact, the, the, the spot that preceded the finish where he did like a flip over uh, Nick Miller and it legit looked like his legs buckled under him. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and then Shane Thorne followed up with a, a figure four jackknife cover. The mighty pick up the win. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, man. Escalates a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, you know what I, you know what I really hope? I hope these, both these teams, their payoff comes at a takeover. I know. It should. Yeah. It should. It really should. They, they kind of deserve it. I would love to see what they can do given all this time to plan mm-hmm. out a really, mm-hmm. really killer match. I mean, this is, this is easily the best match that Street Profits have, have had thus far. Easily. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, just the, the, the intensity, the dimension, um, just everything about it was, was awesome. Yeah. And Montez Ford is incredible. He's yeah. absolutely incredible. No, he's, he's really good. I'm glad that they're... You know, I hope that they continue to sort of make them more characters and not caricatures. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that'd be good. And and I hope they continue booking the mighty as, you know, cunning and not hapless. hapless. Yes. Uh, after that, we had a fairly quick match with Vanessa Bourne and Kyrie Sane. It was more just sort of there for Kyrie Sane to to beat up Vanessa Bourne. Yeah. But Vanessa did a good job getting some heat early on. She put on uh, Kyrie's hat. Yeah. Took it off and then uh, kicked it out of the ring. Yeah, that was good. That was good. But the uh, classic heel move. Yeah, Kyrie wins with an insane elbow. It's pretty mm-hmm. short. Shayna Baszler comes out, drops a promo, says she wants a rematch, and Kyrie grants her said rematch at Evolution. Mm-hmm. So that that'll be good. So everybody says that the uh, the uh, the Velveteen Dream glasses are just that's how they are. I thought that they were. I thought that they were all covered. I thought they I thought so too. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't realize. I didn't yeah. notice the point where one of the lenses was out. Yeah, interesting. Charles Miller here says, I can't believe going in raw wasn't in what culture's top 10 podcast list. He says, probably because they shout out cultaholic. Listen, what culture? Listen, why is it every week? We're number 11 on your top 10 podcast list. Do they do that weekly or monthly? I don't know. Well, they do just a one-time deal. Look, man, Simon Miller. I gave him a big old hug when I saw him. I love Simon Miller. He's a good dude. And then I forget the other dude's name. He has a beard and glasses. Yeah. 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 Very sweet guy. Yeah. Yeah. Followed him on Twitter. Can't remember his name, but Hey, given it, I will say this. What culture? The fact that they're able to keep on keeping on after they lost everybody. Yeah, I know. Um, in the wrestling division. Yep. Except for Simon Miller. Yep. Good for them. Mm-hmm. You know, not easy to do. No, yeah. not at all. Anyways, I like them. I think they're good people. Yes, agreed. 
Uh, next, we got a Keith Lee interview. Man, this guy. Oh. Let him read the phone book. Can you? Can this guy just narrate my life? Look at Steve this walking what, on the this is sidewalk. This is what we need as soon as possible. We need a Keith Lee Samoa Joe feud. Oh man, can you imagine the back and forth? That's why I suggest it. In, in no in-ring action. No, just debates. Just have them deliver like Shakespeare to each other. Yeah. Oh man, there you go. Man. Yeah, some bard. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm down for some bard. Yeah. <laughs> Bust out some bard. Yeah. Something yeah. a good one. Something with uh, some good back and forth between. Uh, Asking the wrong guy. Asking the wrong guy. Like some Richard III or something like that. Maybe. Don't yeah. know. Henry don't V. Know. Sure. Sure. Why not? Tempest. What's the uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead? Well, yeah, that's more of a... That wasn't actually Shakespeare. <laughs> there were characters in Shakespeare. Bit though. characters in, in Shakespeare. Yeah, it's right. a Tom Stoppard yeah. thing. Even better. Yep. Tom Stoppard, the bard. <laughs> Collaboration. I guess so. Um, anyway, so he, he delivers the interview. He goes walk through a door. and there's Think Shakespeare's real, yay or nay? Was he a real person? Did he actually write that shit? Because there's some controversy. No, I'm that. aware of that. You think he's Yeah, he's sure, real? why not? <laughs> I, have no, I don't know, man. What, whatever. I don't know. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Yeah. You know, hopefully he did. Hopefully he's just some dead guy out there. Is not. I mean, does he have an estate that's still making money off his work? I don't think so. <coughs> there has to be, right? That stuff's got to, all got to be in the public domain. Well, there's... It's like 500 years old. Like his likeness, even? Even his likeness? I think so. Shakespeare estate can't... Is there a Shakespeare estate? I don't know. So many questions right now. Holy shit. We should just go adapt the Shakespeare property and not pay for the, the rights of it. Why are we doing that? I don't know. Man. Anyways... Going uh, in Bard. Yeah, there you go. Keith Lee walks into a room and there's Kona Reeves about to be interviewed. Let me ask you something. Mm. Kona Reeves. What about is it him? possible that uh, Triple H sees him in the same light as they saw Elias? Maybe he's just too good for NXT and they're just waiting for him to go to Maine. I had that thought last night. He's got a very expressive face. He does. I don't really believe anything he says, though. <laughs> me neither. I think, I, I think what I just said is completely out of the realm of possibility. I kind of feel like it's just him doing a, a Ric Flair impersonation. Yeah. That's what it yeah, is. Okay, yeah, right. I right. mean, not the obvious. I'm not trying to talk like him, but he's trying to be Ric Flair circa like just, 1981. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what to do with Kona Reeves because it's obvious that what they did is just like the, the, the thing that they should not have done the most. You know what I mean? What they should have done instead of doing this kind of Ric Flair early 80s thing. Just make him to an 80s movie bad guy. Yeah, I know. You've said that before. Just do that. Yeah. What if they did this? Because he does bear a slight resemblance to The Rock. A little bit. Because I think he said that before. And then I was like, oh, I can kind of see that. What if you do this? You just give him the gimmick of Rock from that one picture with the fanny pack and the mm. turtleneck mm-hmm. and the chain and the mm-hmm. mom jeans. Mm-hmm. That's his gimmick. He's just that. He's just 90s Rock. From that one picture. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because 90s Rock was super over. Yeah, he was. You know. So well, The Rock was, not Rocky Maivia. Put him in that outfit and just have him walk around. People would be so confused. Like, wait, are you, are you supposed to be The Rock? Are you cosplaying? Yeah. You know, yeah. So are you The Rock or Coda Reeves? Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. So, yeah, him and Keith Lee have a back and forth. Uh, Kona Reeves is saying, oh, you're that guy, that Keith something guy who's supposed to be... Um, limitless. Psh, I don't see anything limitless about you. <laughs> he said it kind of like that. I know. And Keith Lee just talks, and it's like heaven descending. You know, I know. It's great. And Kona Reeves says about being NXT. And finest. it's just garbage out of his mouth. And, and then Keith Lee cuts him off and, and says, "We'll fight, and then you'll bask in my glory." Yeah. Oh, and you just want to 
You just want to get wrapped up in his arms, you know, Man. just have him talk yeah. to you. Yeah. No matter what he read says. Read stories. Read stories. I want him to read that Samoa Joe bedtime there story to me. There you go. That'd be great. Keith Lee, can you read me The Very Hungry Caterpillar? <laughs> On Tuesday. He ate On through, Tuesday. He ate through two oranges, <laughs> but he was still hungry. <laughs> Oh, man. That's awesome. And then he was a beautiful butterfly. (laughs) And I'm just crying. Tears pouring down. Main event, Otis Dozovich versus Tommaso Ciampa. That was a hell of a match. That was a hell of a match. Hats off to Otis for for being dumped on his head and living. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah, this is really good. And kudos to Ciampa for doing what an old school heel champ would do. Make your opponent look like a million bucks. Yep. 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 Talk about old school. Otis is like the most old school looking oh, wrestler, man. This guy would be huge in Texas in like 1983. But hopefully he'll be huge in 2018 in the WWE. Yeah. I'm pulling for these guys. I just, Good. man, I cannot stand their part of it with Tucker. I think, I think he needs to grizzle out a little bit, like grow that beard out. You got, he's got the ingredients for a beard. Grow it out. Yeah. You know, put some gray in it. I kind of feel like instead of wearing the singlets that go up, mm-hmm. put a little uh, a little leg on them. Mm. Shorts. Further down. I don't know why. Like the singlets bug me. More like amateur wrestling tights. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm not sure. I'm not huge on those type of singlets, period. Right. I don't think they're flattering really for anybody. Um. I don't know what it is. It's like so, it, just, it doesn't fit with their whole... Here's the thing. It's still unclear whether they're former construction workers or just construction enthusiasts. They, that needs to be clarified. I don't think they're either. There's construction involved in their gimmick somehow, and that needs to be clarified. Nonetheless, <laughs> uh, whether it's strictly a decorative thing, I, 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 just, I just feel like the singlets doesn't work with the whole construction stakes and weights thing. Okay. It just doesn't work in terms of their packaging. So if you add them together, the, the or, or if you split the difference between the two of them, Bray Wyatt is their median body. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. See what I'm saying? No, I understand. And that stuff never, nothing tight worked on that. So you need to go more of a Harper Rowan route or Bray Wyatt route. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm suggesting is, is don't do the singlet. Yeah, nothing tight though at all. Because you were saying even like oh, I just, alter I just the thing would be better if there was a little bit of a leg on it. Yeah, look more comfortable. Yeah, because I, I just I just see them wrestling in the singlet. I'm like, how do they not have a wedgie? But also, yeah, yeah, there's that. But also, when Tucker came out to head, because at one point Champa was like, "Screw this, this guy's way better than I figured he'd be." Yeah, he starts hightailing out of there. <clears throat> he gets headed off by uh, uh, Tucker who's wearing kind of a stone cold esque outfit and some jeans, right? He had some like, well, he had the stone, he had just like a black leather vest with some stuff on it. And then he had some like really awful Kmart looking jeans, right? With no shirt underneath. It just looks kind of scuzzy. It doesn't look great. Alex sees right. Having overalls and hard hats. Construction enthusiasts. Yeah. There, I mean, then you're like, you know, there you go. Yeah. Or make them former prisoners. It worked for that one dude nails, right? Yeah. I don't know. They need they need baggier stuff. I agree yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. You know, they need stuff that breathes. Like coveralls, something like that. Mm-hmm. With the sleeves cut off. Mm-hmm. Something like that, man. That would work. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, this is a really good match. Uh, a good match. Otis had the upper hand for a vast majority of it. Um, one point, 
Tommaso Ciampa grabs uh, the ref. Mm -hmm. What's her name? Jessica Carr? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Something like that. Um, uses her as a shield, and then uh, while doing so, uh, rakes Otis right in the eyes. He goes for his finisher, but he can't get Otis up. Eventually, end up on the apron. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa hits a draping DDT on the apron. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, does another one in the ring. Ciampa wins. Yeah. And that theme song of his is great. Yeah, it's really good. I'm glad they took their time with it. I'm glad they actually it's gave him a theme song. Sufficiently villainous and cinematic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. But heck of a showing by Otis. Heck of a showing. No, it was it was absolutely fantastic. It was great. Um, we're going to open the floor to questions. No, you want to do the shout-outs. Um, I'm sorry, I was about to say the second clause of that particular sentence no. was, I'm going to do shout-outs now. There we go. So patreon.com, at $1... One of your rewards is you get a shout out. Mm -hmm. I was horribly negligent about well, this. Don't, for, don't take the full brunt of the blame for that. Well, you have your you have your jobs and I have my jobs and that's generally my job. So Nonetheless, I'll, I I'll take it. I could have stepped in and said something. These are patrons who signed up in the month of July. Yeah. Ted Fugati, Brian Milhorn, Todd Crush. It's me. It's me. It's RDC. Mr. Forbesy. Forbesy. Uh... Oh, that's that's not it. Uh, Joshua Gainzel, Jeremy Story, Philly Flexer again, I guess. Uh, Balraj, Leroy Rollins, Joshua Rush, nonstop player. That's when he did oh. his thing back then. Oh, Josh Little too back then. Nice. Uh, D'Angelo Stokes. See, some of these people we've like become friendos with. Yeah. Uh, Delangelo Stokes, Jared Little, Taylor Solomon, Kai Highwell. I know Kai. Emma Evans, Jeremy Parenti. Uh, El Vagabundo is real. Matthew Rodriguez, John Lilly, Marty Hard, uh, Ricardo Bell, Arthur, John Totland, uh, Dead Spatula Inc. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dead Spatula Inc. Mm -hmm. Chris Davies, Sean Simpson, Chris Tate, Marvsky, John Walker, Adam Walters, Alfonso Guzman, Cameron Bordalazzo, Jordan Seeper. Maddie Lynn, Michael Ventresca, Jacob John Atchison, Wayne Buck, Christopher Rapperson. Oh, yeah, we know Christopher. He's on Match Chat all the time. Mm -hmm. Charlie Mercury, Johnny Grimm, Daniel Christian Vanta, Cassidy Lofa, High Res Hero, Do Work Son 86, Jonathan Andre, and El Equis, and Daniel Christian Vanta. I uh, got a couple more. Christopher Sotelo, Frank Hurtado, Christopher Joseph Trevino, and that is it. Thank you all. I think I still have to do June. That should maybe be it. So I'll do that next week. All right. Let's do, do some questions. Zionost, the trucker, says, Friendos, I caught you live again. Wanted to thank you for the Chicago package. Love the shirt. Got the stickers on my laptop. Bulletin boarded the signed card. Nice. Awesome. We still do have selections of shirts at friendomarket.com. We're going to, we're working on whatever we're going to do next on there. Um, so we should have some new stuff. Certainly yes. for the holiday season, yes. we'll have some new stuff. I might do on Pro Wrestling Tees, though. I might do some Halloween themed stuff, too. Oh, That'd yeah. Be fun. That's good. Um, what about an ugly Christmas sweater t shirt? Uh, yeah, that's a possibility. Uh, Fat Bastard Champ Alex Foster How would you fix Kona Reeves We talked about that Kind of already 80's uh, Yeah we movie don't really villain. Have a good answer No 80's movie villain Or the that picture Of The Rock Yeah Timmy Too Dope If you were wrestlers What would your Finishers, signatures And entrance music be 
Um, Andrew's music would be Outcast's Explosion. Oh, that's good. Um, I know I like changing my answer every time we get it. My signature would just be a vicious chop. Uh-huh, good. Chops are the best wrestling move. Wow. I'm sorry, your finisher would be a no, chop? signature. Oh. Well, how would you, how would you, so most people just have chops. Like Kojima does the real quick ones. I would do that, but like full power. So we bah, 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 like 10 of them in a row. Oh, okay, okay. So like, you would need some sort of like move to signal that you're gonna do that. Yeah. Like to the crowd. Yeah. Like you'd go pfft, spit on your hand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, looking. yeah, there you go, eh, like that. <laughs> oh, everybody knows. What would you call it? What would you call that I signature? Know. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't ask to name them. Okay. That's what it would be. Sorry. Finisher. Yeah. Um, that one's more difficult. Second rope pile driver. Your turn, Steve. Oh, that's really good. Um, I would do... Um, so that move that Mustafa Ali did to Deo Tommy, throwing him off the top and then landing on him, that'd be my finisher. That's good. I would do that. I would that's just good. take somebody to the top, th thinking they're in control... And, and thinking they're going to do a, a superplex, I'd, because the ref can't see, I'd punch them in the dick. Mm -hmm. Square in the dick. Mm -hmm. Throw them. As I'm throwing them, I just fall on them. And that's got to be a pin right there, right? Yeah. Because, number one, they're holding their, their, their front stuff. Area. Yeah. Their front area business. You know, Big Steve is on them. And it's like, ah. What about your uh, signature and your entrance music? Well, my entrance music, you know what's surprisingly like great is entrance music? And it would fit my character because I would be like, you know, how is this guy a wrestler? And my entrance music would be Metallica's Sad But True. If you ever listen to Sad But True, it's, a, it's like it should be entrance music. It mm -hmm. really should be. Mm -hmm. um, I would be surprised if it wasn't someone's entrance music in the indies. It wouldn't surprise I me. Mean, you know, Enter Sandman, which is basically the same song, was uh, uh, Sandman's. Yeah. Um, and then a signature maneuver. Um It'd be a, te a, a test of hand strength. So, it, you know how you said you lit? Well, I would go, it'd be, it'd be like an old school business deal. Spit in my hand, put it out there, and challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But joint, then, joint manipulation. Yeah, but then for whatever reason, I always had, like, I'd be booked to have the strongest handshake ever. And I would just crush. It'd be like Feel Superman, like Superman 2. 2. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're envious now, aren't you? Because no, all that stuff is good. No, no. I mean, the, the infinite forever chops is a better idea. Well, you just stole it from somebody else. I'm going to make it better. Yeah. Um, I wonder if 2K19 will have that sequence we saw where somebody just shoves somebody off oh, the corner and falls on them. I don't know. It seems to be a, a new thing these days. <laughs> you have any uh, Patreon questions? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, Horton, here's a new writer. According to reports of ratings dropping a lot since last year, I believe Larson's Roman Diesel comparison is even more accurate. That, that's actually true. What superstar could be pushed in the main event to bring ratings back up? How do you fix Raw from having 2.4 million views as a or watch viewers, whatever it is? Like, they should have 3.5 million. Uh, 2.4 is terrible. Yeah, Drew. Drew McIntyre. All, all in on Drew? Kick it off with a live sex show. I mean, that would give it a bump. And then go from there. You need a bump. But you need to sustain the numbers after the bump. So you need that, and then in that same episode, you feature Drew, make him a massive star. I'll be honest with People you. People come for the live sex show. They'll stay for Drew. If the elite invade, what would the ratings go up to? Where are they at now? 2-4? Two, 2-4. Four. Two, four. They go back around 3. 
You think they would just get a bump of half a million? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like 10, 11 million would tune in. I don't think It'd so. be like mash numbers. Was it like 33 million, something like that? That was more like 70. Was it was it that many? Oh, like, so. It was like the Super Bowl was like 100, didn't it? Yeah, these days. Man. Eduardo Cabo Verde, while a great match, Black's removal from the triple threat robbed us of robbed us from a moment where Ciampa calls for the DIY finisher and Gargano has to choose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Michael Law, 2011, thoughts on a family storyline of Rhea Ripley, Pete Dunne, and William Regal. Um, Jose GGR, was Velveteen Dream important? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What was it? You didn't say anything afterwards. So uh, No, literally, I finished start reading it. You started reading oh, that one. What did you thoughts, say? Thoughts on a family storyline of Rhea Ripley, Pete Dunne, and William Regal. So it's revealed that Regal is like their uncle or something? And or then Pete, father. Or their father. And then Pete Dunne and Rhea Ripley are brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. That seemed to, doesn't really seem like something NXT would do. It's a bit soap opera, isn't it? Yeah, NXT like, usually doesn't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, if they do it right. I mean, I'll, I'll put it this way. I would rather see just like an on like a, a ride-along. Now, you know, that could work. So I heard they're doing, I, uh, I got some pro wrestling sheet. Um, there's a uh, some sort of hearty yeah. special. Halloween hearty. Uh, Halloween at the hearty house. Yeah. Like yeah. Which is going to be like a final deletion type thing mm-hmm. without a match, I'm assuming. Yeah. Right. Um, or at least he won't be wrestling, probably. I would see them in a. I, yeah, I would lo- actually know. You know what I'd love? Uh, that as a reality. Instead of total divas, it'd be like, you know, total British people. <laughs> it'd be like reality show with a bunch of NXT UK people. All right. That'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Would, yeah, wouldn't you love a reality show? Just a British strong style reality show. Yeah, that'd be good. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be really good. The Adventures good. of Trent Seven. Oh, heck yeah. And the title would be like, it would be like space in between each word. Yes. Yeah. Or letter. Yes. Uh, Alex C. Samoa Joe versus Keith Lee exclusively on C-SPAN. I'm telling you, that's a money feud right there. Just let them talk. Dude, right there. That's what you do right there. Cameron Bortolazzo. Who is the most underrated wrestler of 205 Live? Uh, Cameron thinks it's TJP, uh, who has made leaps and bounds as a character since winning the Cruiserweight Classic. I'm going to say Ari Odivari. He does really good character work. Who is that? Where he's has really he good, been? He's really good in the ring, and we haven't seen him in months. Yeah. I don't think we've seen him since Greatest Royal Rumble. Apart from the Twitter videos he's done. No, you're right. That was weird they did those videos because they were, like, highly produced. Yeah. He's really good. Well, he wasn't just doing that on his own. Unless he was, which is insane. I'm actually, I, would, I think it's TJP also, to be honest with you. It's TJP. How about that Neville going off the grid? That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. Something's up there. Maybe Adam Mayhem's on to something. That could be, man. If he shows back up in the WWE. That'd be weird. Maybe that was part of Triple H. I don't know. I gotta go take, I gotta go look into that. Why wouldn't he have just said he's no longer under contract? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Truth exposed. Chaluminati, baby. Thoughts on Dark Phoenix trailer. He just says Bree Mode. The what trailer? Dark Phoenix trailer. I haven't seen it. Is there a Dark Phoenix trailer now? Is there an X-Men trailer? Is that what Dark Phoenix is? Yeah. There's a trailer for that? I guess. They didn't stop making those crap movies. Those movies are terrible, man. He also says, uh, will you guys do hoodies for the fall and winter? If we can find a good deal to get them printed, yeah. Um, I'd love to do hoodies. Yeah, I know. We got to figure... But, but like part of the central problem is that you're obsessed. You need you you want zip hoodies. I prefer zip-ups, yeah. And I, like, I want the pullover. I don't know how we're going to get past that. Offer both. Uh, mm, cost prohibitive. Mm-hmm. Need a single. We'll have to pull it, I guess. Yeah. 
I'm kind of curious now. I'm kind of curious. Because here's the thing. If the the poll to me doesn't lie, right? Yeah. I'm totally willing to go with yeah, whatever yeah, poll wants, I'd be right? too. I mean, because at the end of the day, we're not making them for ourselves. We're making them for the friendos. Correct. Amundo. And I like, I like zip hoodies. I do. I just feel like they would prefer pullover. But I'm not going to be the, the final word here. One for pullover hoodies. Two for zip hoodies. In chat, we'll get the final answer here. All right. I feel like we should do a Twitter poll. Yeah, we do a more. We'll do a more scientific. It's kind of like a, a, a totally a focus group type. Yeah, thing. this is just a preliminary focus group because we have chat here. Uh, Jeremy Carden, this is the first time I've woken up early enough to catch a live stream. Two sweet friendos. Nice. Thanks for joining cool. us, Jeremy. I don't even know Velcro. What does that even mean? Like a Velcro hoodie? I've never heard of that before. So what I say, one is pullover, right? Yeah. All right. Well, these are about to start coming in here. Two. Oh wow. But some people aren't doing that. Why wouldn't you have just put the number? There's a lot of twos there. There's a lot of twos. Oh, that's fine. Two, 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 two. Yeah. All right. Oh, sleeveless. Sleeveless is good, too. I just find zip-up hoodies are easier to get on and off. You just unzip, take it off. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. get a Lex Luger situation where you get lost in your hoodie. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like static electricity. Yeah. No, I I feel you. Philly Flexer, been a patron for almost two years, just had to update (laughs) my payment. Um, oh, okay, yes. cool. Yeah, I know. That's why I, I knew your name. I knew that. But I see the name. I read it. I'm like Ron Burgundy in that yeah. situation. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say, oh, Philly Flex. Oh, no. Screw that guy. I'm not going to read his name again. Do we have any more Patreon questions, Steve? Oh, sure. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Tim Spulak. With one more women's match being announced for Evolution. Oh, yeah. Did we even mention Shayna Baszler? Yeah, I mentioned that. You did? Okay. Yeah. Ooh, I had tuned out. Um, can or even should all announcers, refs, and so on be women for evolution? Should they literally like ban men from the building? Well, I I think kind of no, they shouldn't. I think that it should just be a celebration of women's wrestling, and mm-hmm. I don't think that you have to like completely remove the idea of men from that. So, um, I think I think I think Jessica should be like the lead ref, and she should definitely ref the main event. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if she needs to take a break, and I don't know if they have any other women reps. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I think, they do. Like if they take the, the broadcast team from May Young Classic. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be fine. That'd be perfect. That'd be good. Um, but I don't know. They could do. Uh, this one here, the, the one that, yeah. So I had no soldier because I was really curious about this. Jose GGR. Was Velveteen Dream implying Ono was the one who took Aleister Black out? I don't know where that would come from. Mm-mm. So I don't know. Maybe Jose GGR can expand on that a little bit. <laughs> Jeremy Carden says, I just want to pepper the super chats. Yeah, this is great. Look at my name up in lights. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, it's been a long episode today. Yeah. Uh, we Now I have to leave. And you have to leave. So we're going to leave. Oh, we're going to do post-show first. Yeah, so we got post-show still. $5 patrons and up. Stay tuned. We're going to do post-show. And until next time, hold on, let me get, I gotta get some music here going. Yes, please. I gotta click this button and then tell Hilton to hit the music. Hit the music. <coughs> That's it for show. Saying thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move 
fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.